0: Welcome to the OIS Podcast, where you get candid conversations with the leaders and drivers of ophthalmic innovation. And now, here's our host, Tom Salemi. Hi, welcome back to the OIS Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Salemi. A few weeks ago at the OIS in San Diego, we honored uh, Dick Lindstrom for his work in uh, creating new technologies, new companies, and new treatments in ophthalmology. Dick was awarded the Ophthalmology Innovator Award at a ceremony at the OIS. Uh, it was a surprise to him. Uh, we tried very hard to keep it that way, and uh, we think we succeeded, although he suggested the presence of his wife, Jackie, there might have been a tip-off, but still, it was a, it was a great event. Uh, Dick received the award from Bill Link of uh, Versant Ventures and, of course, a co-chair of OIS, Bill uh, sat down with Dick to talk a bit about Dick's uh, career and about their work together. It's a, it was a great interview, uh, insightful about both gentlemen, and we're happy to bring it to you today uh, as part of the OIS podcast. Uh, we will uh, take a break from uh, my interviewing and let uh, Bill Link uh, take, uh, take center stage. In addition to uh, the interview, we uh, please ask you to visit ois.net to uh, look at the video that uh, we put together to honor Dick. Uh, I had the pleasure of doing the interviews uh, of Dick's friends and colleagues, and uh, it, was a, it was a very nice experience to hear um, how others view a man who's, uh, who's so accomplished. So uh, some great comments from uh, Ed Holland, from Jim Mazo, from Tom Frenzy, and many more. I don't want to leave any out. There's a, there's a number of interviews and they were very, uh, very well put together on this video by my colleagues, Craig Simak and Mario Escamilla. So uh, please uh, listen to this podcast with uh, Bill Link and Dick Lindstrom and uh, do watch the video. It's, uh, it's a nice treat for everyone.
1: You've had this marvelous career, immense impact in ophthalmology. How did, how did you, uh, you end up in ophthalmology?
2: Well, I was, you know, in a sense, chosen, I think. Uh, I uh, was planning to go into the family business and uh, was a good student. Ended up with the dean of the medical school as my advisor in the honors division. Uh, And he convinced me to go into medicine, so I never intended to be a doctor. Uh, And then uh, I was found by a young professor, Don Doofman, a second-year medical student who was doing research in corneal preservation and... He recruited me into his lab, and so after working for two years in his lab, I was sort of chosen by ophthalmology, and uh, and uh, then when I was a young professor in my first year at the University of Minnesota, the, uh, one of the senior VPs from uh, 3M, a very important corporation to us in Minnesota, asked if he could come and uh, visit with me, and I said, sure, you know, and so... I'm uh, 31 years old and just getting started running the cornea service at the University of Minnesota, and he comes over and says, you know, we just bought an eye company, McGann, and we want you to be our chief medical officer. And I went, I don't even know if I can do that, and are you sure you want me? I, you know, I'm 31 year old. He said, yep, we've done our due diligence, and so we want you to work with us. So, and what a great education that was. I spent 15 years uh, with an office on the campus at 3M, Uh, and was able to interact with senior execs there. And and again, I think I was chosen, I guess, to some extent, to uh, do the things that I've done in industry and innovation. And uh, it wasn't like uh, I ran out and had all these things planned, but I did, I think, think, have the uh, wisdom to be open to the opportunity.
1: Well, Dick, you started early, just with that story and that example, started early to work with industry. And that was a little bit before its time. You know, now there's a lot more uh, seamless interaction between clinical leaders and academics uh, in industry than there was in that era. And I think it has helped carve a special path for you and has helped, uh, helped many of us, but uh, helped us uh, with impact. And I think when you were being asked to be chief medical officer at, uh, with 3M, I was getting uh, AMO started. And we had some fun together, growing together in the field, as a a entrepreneur, business guy on one side, and a clinical person on the other side. But I have a a little story about Dr. Lindstrom. I needed when we, when uh, uh, I transitioned from American Hospital Supply Corporation, when Baxter bought that company, and AMO went to Allergan, I started Chiron Vision, and I needed to do this awkward thing called raise money. And I, I wasn't sure how to do it, so I had this idea that I thought the low-hanging fruit would be I'd go to the leading ophthalmologists and ask them for money to invest in our company. Marsh and I started this in our bonus room in our house. And so I targeted 50 ophthalmologists, and I was gonna to try to get 50,000 bucks each. You, you'll probably remember this. You were still at the university, you were on my list. We had a little bit of a relationship, and I had this powerful uh, uh, presentation. You know, you know, I'm, I'm sure it was. And it, and it took 30 to 60 minutes to take these leading docs through the, the, the science and how we were going to help the cornea heal. We were going to do all these things. And I wanted to get $50,000 from them, and if they invested, then they could be a clinical investigator for us pretty silly strategy, actually, but I'm about five minutes into my pitch to you, Dick, and he said, "Well, Bill, just a minute. Are, are, are you asking me for money? And I, I said, well, I want to talk about EGF. He said, no, are you asking me for money? And I said, well, well, yeah, how much? I said, 50000 And he just hesitated, and he said, now, if I invest the 50000 then I get to work on those programs? And I said, well, yeah. He said, Okay and I was stunned you know this guy had jumped steps ahead as he has his whole life and he came to the answer and he saw the panic kinda of blank look on my face because I wasn't sure what else to say and he said after a couple of minutes he took me off off the uh, edge by saying Bill I've got a couple of ideas you know and we went into that next stage but it was just to me is something as I was reflecting on this deserve it award a, a personal experience I had had with you of many Uh, Dick, where you got way out front of me and a lot of people that you interact with and so forth. So one of the thoughts I I had uh, was to talk a little bit about how in the heck do you get to work with so many companies? I I have a slide, I think, on, on the disclosures that you make. Maybe you could put that up. Everybody can read every word there, right? So Lindstrom has led the way in many, many ways, but He irritated a lot of us in industry early by not just working with us exclusively, but with the whole field. How did you get away with that?
2: Well, I didn't always. (laughs) But uh, so when I started to, uh, you know, innovate myself and I... uh, had some early products, uh, uh, including intraocular lenses and corner preservation solutions and my uh, opportunity at 3M as chief medical officer and a few others that generated some revenue. So uh, I decided, what, what will I do with that income? You know, I could put it into a portfolio of stocks and bonds, and what I decided to do with the support of my wife and family was to take all the money that I generated from industry and reinvest it into startup companies, and innovation. And uh, I'm definitely, you know, passionate about uh, innovation. I've always been uh, an advocate of trying to recruit others to invest in our industry. So it made sense to me uh, to uh, do the same. And so I basically just, for now almost, well, since I was 30 and I'm 67, 37 years, everything that I've made from industry, I've reinvested back into industry uh, as far as uh, uh, dollars. And... uh, And it's been an extraordinarily rewarding journey because every time uh, someone like you comes, you know, and I I tell my fellows, you know, be really nice to those people that you meet that are young and in their 30s because someday they may be, you know, they may be Bill Link or they may be uh, Mike Pearson or they may be Jeff George and they're 31 years old and someday you might be working for them, you know. Right now uh, they may not be as impressive as you think. But the opportunities to participate in all those products – and also to meet all those people has been an extraordinarily uh, intellectually stimulating journey for me. And uh, I learn a ton. It's helped me as a physician. Uh, and, uh, and I think I've been able to, you know, maybe make some contributions along the way uh, to uh, advancements in ophthalmology as well. And that, you know, that makes me feel, feel good that I've helped companies, I've helped people. Uh, and, and the controversy always is, is, is a, 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 the ethical issue. And most of you know I've been on the podium. More than once supporting appropriate interaction between industry and, and ophthalmology. And I, you know, I may be lucky, but I think I'm not lucky. I think it's really the way it is. The people that I work with in industry are un, uni, always 100 uh, percent, with no exceptions, extraordinarily, have extraordinarily high ethics, and are actually many times more concerned about the patients that we're enrolling in a clinical trial. Uh, Than the physicians. I mean, they are, uh, my experience has been that the ethics are extraordinary uh, in industry and that we should be proud uh, to work with industry uh, as ophthalmologists.
1: Dick, you've done a lot. What are you most proud of?
2: Well, I I think uh, this idea of being uh, able to work uh, broadly in the industry um, because I work hard to. Uh, maintain, uh, maintain confidentiality, but also at the same time uh, help everyone I work with to advance their particular project uh, uh, to the best interests of the company, but also uh, to the best interests of our patients. So I think I'm somewhat proud that I've been able to to do that. That suggests to me that uh, I've developed some respect for uh, integrity. Uh, I'm proud of the fact that uh, I've been able to develop some products myself. But I'm really very proud of the products that I've helped uh, others develop uh, as well. And, uh, you know, as the older I get, I would say uh, perhaps uh, what I'm most proud uh, of are the uh, younger ophthalmologists that I've influenced. And uh, as was mentioned, I've had 73 fellows. I've been open to young ophthalmologists, you know, coming into my clinic, but also uh, learning from me in regards to uh, how to work with industry in an ethical fashion, but also how to innovate. And, you know, on the podium here today were several of my fellows. I'll, I'll not name them, and you saw some of them in the video. Uh, it's pretty hard not to be proud of playing a role in training that next generation. So, you know, all things being equal, probably I'm most proud of the, uh, the people I've mentored and the impact that they're now having on our industry.
1: Well, thanks. That does not surprise me that you're most proud of the people around you. Uh, you make all of us better as several... People indicated in uh, the caring people in the video, and uh, we're going to wrap this up and put you to work. You're moderating the next session. Let's uh, let's recognize Dr. Richard Lindstrom.
2: Thank you.
0: Thanks, Bill Link and Dick Lindstrom for giving me a, a break this week. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this uh, OIS podcast and the interview that was featured at uh, OIS on April 16th. Uh, we look forward to. Uh, to seeing both gentlemen at uh, OIS in the fall. And thank you again for listening. Tune in next week for another tale of innovation. OIS is now accepting applications for presenting companies. Share your technology and clinical data with over 800 industry executives, investors, and key opinion-leading ophthalmologists. To be considered for the Ophthalmology Innovation Showcase, apply online at www.ois.net forward slash application.